Okay, so Kali Yoga is the age of de degeneration. Yes, yes. Um, so uh, you know, according to a lot of you know of the traditionalists, the so-called traditionalist school, which begins with Rene Genon, and there's a there's a bunch of other guys like um, you know in in the 20th century who belong to this, and and there's it's, it's gaining popularity the school and. And also, this is from Hindu mythology. It's the idea that we're living in the degenerate age, <laughs> the age of Kali Yuga. Right. And you can see how that would be very appealing as a, as a, as a concept, or very, if you look around you and, and you see what's going on in the world, you might say, yes, we're in the Kali Yuga. Yeah, well, there's also like, you know, the, the derogatory term Boomer Duma, I think that's uh, the term. Boomer Duma, yeah, because it's the last age. So it fits a lot, it fits into the apocalyptic sort of mood that everyone's in so we're in the last kind of age we're in the kali yuga right um but the word apocalypse again doesn't is not the end of the world it's not armageddon it's the end of a, a cycle um and it's the time when it's like the bardo in a sense it's when all the crazy shit starts to come to the surface and then it goes away and we begin a new cycle a new historical cycle Right. I mean, what does uh, uh, degenerate means, like etymology-wise? Degenerate. It, yeah. What's like the what's, what's the precise definition of degenerate? Well, it's. I, I think. I mean, I guess a, a conservative person would would say it would be like immoral behavior and blah blah blah. But we like immoral behavior here on Parallax. We because we're we're perverts and. and no, I, I, no, I, I talk. With I, I'm just about... kidding. I'm just joking. No, 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 but... no, 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 you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but but degenerate age in, in the terms of con... so so continuous fragmentation. Right. Oh, total fragmentation, like everything becoming completely fragmented and and chaos, moving more and more into chaos. So so in that sense, it would seem that, that there's something very true about that, that we're living in, in this age of, of chaos and fragmentation. Um, we're, we're kind of we're heading towards the, the sort of apex of postmodernism. Right. Mm -hmm. And Alexander Dugan's weird because he's kind of like a postmodernist and he's also a traditionalist. So he likes he likes he sort of applies postmodern logic to try to convince us that everything in modernity is bad and we should go back to this sort of um that, that actually the time cycle should reverse like we should go backwards i mean you know, I, we hit so we so but this is a weird this is what's wrong with this idea actually because we don't go backwards ever we all, we're always going forwards but you know the interesting thing is you know because you always have these times between worlds you know when you when you saw you know what happened before the first world before the first world war and the old yeah. world order kind of crumbled you know and then the golden 20s and all the libertines appeared you know and yeah. i feel maybe there's a relationship there that has to be some um, to shed some light on because you know the liberal values doesn't don't work anymore and the conservative equally well don't. there's a paradox to liberal liberalism and that is that it's becoming extremely intolerant of yeah, anything that's okay. not but that it doesn't belong to its ideology so it's no longer liberalism anymore it just calls itself liberalism yeah what i want what what, yeah. I'm, what i'm meaning to say is that maybe we should take a stand as libertines you know because 
I, I really like that idea, not libertarian, not liberal, but libertines, this idea, mm. you know, to ha have a healthy disregard of, you know, the, the standard and the standard narrative and the norms, and to try to uh, live life to the fullest in a kind of way, you know, and, mm -hmm. and to embrace that kind of chaos. And, and so you, know, you would be sort of, um, you would be kind of a Duganist then, because he likes chaos. No, he I'm would not, like no, he would no, like no, to no. he would like to accelerate chaos and he he would like to you know and no, he has so, also the idea no, that chaos I'm thinking is... more about Oscar Wilde you know uh -huh, about, uh -huh. so about a, a libertine is is something who enjoys life and who has a who has a healthy and and ex excessive lifestyle and a healthy sexuality that's a libertine you know okay. somebody who is a free spirit and who is able to think outside the norm that has nothing to do with Dugan. You know, it's like it's it's more that there is some libertine influence in the dark renaissance and in all of this, you know, because mm. you have to cross the, uh, you know, you have to cross the liberal and uh, libertarian and, and conservative yes. threshold, you know. Well, the, the only problem with, you know, libertinism or whatever is that it doesn't, you can't apply it to the entire culture. Because people need norms and, and uh, you know, it's kind of an elitist you could say even a tantric sort of thing, right? I mean, you have to be pretty skilled to be a, to be a true anarchist. Like it's like what Bob Dylan says is like in order to live outside the law, you have to be honest. You have to be very clear about stuff. If you're not, then then you kind of then it d does slide into I think degeneracy, in the sense that there's nothing. It just slides into sort of a, a fragmented nihilism. Yeah, but that's there's well, nothing I, actually gives no, no, you I, pleasure. You're just consuming more. You're having more and more and more experiences. You're not grounded in anything real. I think we all have to take our proper place in this world, you know, and mm -hmm. the, liber the figure, uh, the archetype of the libertine was always there. And there were always like these these outliers who kind of did this because the majority of people are not libertines. They're either libertarian or liberal or progressive. Let's yeah. use so this. But yeah. the, 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 libertar the libertine has to be there, you know, and there's an intimate relationship because we look at those people like Oscar Wilde or Henry Miller or, you know, all these Alistair Crowley who were like libertines and by their way of dealing with the complexities and the chaos of the world, were like trying to propose something new, you know, and, and, I, I, mm -hmm. that's what I'm thinking about. There's a, because it's like, we have to be, uh, to awake to the archetype that's guiding us. But that, know? that, that goes along with the cycle of the Kali Yuga, because you have to move into chaos before you can find something new, right? Yeah, but maybe the, the libertine is the one who is basically at home in chaos and can create something new from there for society. Yeah. There's interesting. Uh, there's an interesting like distinguish. Uh, Alexander Dugan distinguishes between, let's say, what the Greeks thought of as being chaos, yeah, which is a bit like Buddhist emptiness, shunyata or something. It's the plenum where everything emerges, yeah, the creative plenum. And then the other sense of chaos is is just it's just again it's 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 meaningless confusion and fragmentation. And so we tend to we tend to kind of um, equivocate when we use this word, yeah. Because because there's there's one kind of chaos which is you know which is 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 sort of just random nothingness, and then there's the other kind. Then there's then there's shunyata or emptiness, or which is the the the, the feminine you know space emergence to which all forms you know emerge. It's a well. And, uh, it's right? a well. It's yeah. source. 
yeah. you know, a, a source of unstructured space. And I yeah. think the libertine feels kind of at home at that place. In that place, yes, but that's different than see the what the 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 critique of of Dugan that I'm reading was is saying that Dugan gets those two things confused. Oh right, mm -hmm. and so he he sort of he sort of he's sort of promoting chaos. Well, uh, yes. uh, you know, promoting confusion, promoting sort of he wants to accelerate the Kali Yuga so we can get to the next golden age, or or so we can actually reverse time, or you know, so it's this sort of a it's sort of a uh what's it's sort of a malevolent philosophy in that sense yeah yeah whereas whereas plenum and and, and emptiness and, and and that that's something different that's that's the stu the tr the true spiritual principle right right now the interesting thing is you know you know we are always talking about fractals and how you know these these kind of multi-layered interpretations of what's going on in culture you know the, the whole will smith thing that is comp that's chaos in the dugan sense you know, because yes. that, that narcissistic kind of way that basically adds to the complete deconstruction of celebrity and, you know, the, the status those people had, like, say, in the 80s or the 90s. Yeah. Now we know they're just hollow and, and narcissistic and deranged and uh, people like completely disconnected from reality, you know, and and and. Uh, and that is completely opposite of what we're talking about, you know, the libertine who can actually create some meaningful in the dark, you know, and to, mm -hmm. to... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, th that's why, the, the, you know, if, if it, the libertine or the shaman, you could say, or the, you know, the, the artist, you know, but these are the people who can, who can, yeah, exactly, who can, who can, who could live within that world and use that as as fuel to for creativity, yeah. rather than just becoming destroyed by 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 the chaos. Yeah. But uh, in terms of the Will Smith thing, I think yes, it's a very it's a very clear sign of the spectacle being kind of becoming transparent and the real kind of intruding on the spectacle. I tried to see if, if, in fact, it was real and not just another spectacle within a spectacle, but uh, but but it, but there's sort of something that's like breaking through that this this intense, um, you know, fake constructed spectacle with its yeah. you know scripted reality, yeah, which everybody can kind of see the ugliness of it. I think these days, I mean, it's, it's more and more like that. And then, so we have this violence that comes through Yeah, and that's, that's, you know, that's sort of like, Oh, the real, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, at the same time, Bruce Willis is, is ending, you know, one of the icons of the eighties and nineties is ending his career. And these are just like little aspects and fragments of, of a whole picture that, you know, you know, our, our reality is, is shifting completely. Yes, you we're know. moving into this new new thing. Well, that's why I think the Kali Elite Yuga is interesting because when we move into an age of chaos, we see we see the 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 next age coming through, like the golden age coming through the chaos. So there's all this potential at the same time as as everything is falling apart. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, do you do you know what a bifurcation is in chaos theory? So you have like an you have like an impulse and that divides and two kind of possibilities and those two mm -hmm. possibilities you know uh, uh, divide into more possibilities uh, until that point that is a huge cacophony of you know information and chaos and, and you don't know what to do because and, you and, have and, no... and you know it's a, that's the feeling that I have that the 
amount of information and chaos and deconstruction and and that that, that yeah that the tempo of all of it is you know increasing, increasing yes but that's what happens in in the caligos the time speeds up right and then and then <laughs> you know towards the apocalypse right you know and the, the apocalypse apocalypse means to reveal uncover to show what's there Mm. So, so you know, in, in the sense that this is an apocalyptic moment because Will Smith is, his mask is coming off, right? No, I, no, not because just you know, just you know, one one tiny. Uh, it's one tiny, yes, one tiny sort uh, yeah. of symbolic event which which gets magnified and, and right. you know, made into a bazillion memes, right? You know, because it's like what what's happening here, like what the fuck. Because because the scripted reality is is, is coming apart, right? Okay, the, yeah. The narrative yeah. and the script and the and the story that we've been telling about reality is is is, oh, is yeah, sort of it's always say. coming apart. Yeah, but, yeah. but it is coming. It, it it's, it's seems to be coming apart. No, like everything can... becomes kind of just impossibly weird, right? I feel like the war in Ukraine is like that too. It's like this sh is happening in the wrong let's, place. Let's, like... let's dwell that uh, on that what you just said for for a second because I think mm -hmm. that's because like what you just said was you know that that it's symbolic. You know that uh, you could take the Oscars or the Academy Awards, you know, as a as a symbol for the constructed reality that we're living in, mm -hmm. as a symbol. Yes, and and the act of uh, narcissistic uh, deconstruction. Or, or violent narcissistic deconstruction as that what is happening in, in our reality. And that's the reason why that event is so in our minds at the moment, because that's what happens on a broader scale right now, you know, yeah. with the narcissism and, you know, the, the way our constructed image of reality is crumbling. Yeah. So there's a spectacle on, on one side, which is a bunch of billionaires in their super yachts and Hollywood starlets and right. whatever, right? Just just endless uh, stupid entertainment and 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 a big uh, fashion show. And then on the other side, there's war, and violence, and no, but we live and death. In, and, what I mean is uh, what you what you inferred were that we're all living in our kind of Hollywood stage, you know, of the world as we expected it to be. You know, yeah, in a scripted the, world, yes. Yeah, and the, movie, you know, uh -huh. with the, with certain narratives and certain rules and and you know and certain ways of behavior that are expected of us and other people, and so yeah. and so that's you know, and then you have the war in Ukraine, which also Ukraine, which also like kind of disrupts the way we live in the West. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, the, the war in Ukraine um, is is showing us that war is still here, like we. We, we thought that we were living in a Hollywood Hollywood movie, and that war is something that has become so um, war has become entertainment for us, in a sense, and it's 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 become something of the past, right? Because we've we've had this whole period of 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 of, of quote unquote peace. Yeah. So uh, so war becomes kind of fiction. It becomes something of the movies and then actual war comes along and and it's not that at all it's just chaos right i mean it's just it's just the ne most negative kind of chaos there is and murder and rape and you know just buildings and being destroyed and just total murderous chaos there's yeah, no yeah, order yeah. you know there's nothing 
there's no narrative, you know, there's no narrative that, that you could impose, put on, uh, on top of that to make it okay. There's no Hollywood ending. Mm. Um, um, it's just chaos. So, uh, so yes, so that's sort of the, 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 uh, the myth and the mythos and the pathos, I guess. You know what's with with no logos in between, or with no. We haven't created the logos of the next next historical cycle yet. You know what's interesting um, that I was talking to a girl yesterday. It's like, and and then she told me basically that she's living here on the island now for a couple of weeks because she's coming from the Ukraine and a family mm -hmm. from Germany has take you know took them in in their house and she her and her sister, and yeah. so and suddenly. Um, while it was before, like, I, I won't say like an intellectual exercise, I, I, you know, but I could put point my finger to the chaos because it invaded somewhat very softly my world because I was suddenly talking to somebody who was affected of that thing directly. Right, right. Yeah. And so, and then I was thinking, okay, so we, we, we are in this ivory tower of philosophical or mythological reflections on mm -hmm. one side and then you have like people like like Hemingway who were actually going to these places yeah. you know because he was in the civil war in 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 in, in Spain and he was uh, in Normandy and you know second world war in Germany and so he he didn't choose that path and so he he entered that kind of chaos voluntarily and so mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe that's something to ponder on, you know, because it's like, yeah, there's a benefit of being in this ivory tower and thinking about all the patterns of society. But then again, on the other side, you have, you know, the, the people like Hemingway who were like being there actually and, 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 and making a difference, you know? Yeah, but, you know, where do we put ourselves as actors in this drama? Um... Would it be, would, would there be any sense at all in running to Ukraine? And, and uh, it'd be, I think we need to help people in whatever way we can. But I was talking to this Swedish soldier who was one of my coaching clients who was, who was talking about how we really wanted to go to Ukraine and he was really gung-ho and he's getting ready to go with his friends to Ukraine. And then he had a change of heart. He's like, why, why would I do that? It's, yeah, but we, we were talking about being libertine. So where is that chaos? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, going into the chaos, yeah. But you have to be pretty strong to do that. Yeah, well, Hemingway was pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, except that he blew his head off with an elephant rifle at the end of his life. And he, you know. He... Which is being, you know, it's like, yeah, his, he he became a, a fictional character in his own drama in some sense, you know, he became a larger than life figure. He, he but of, aren't we all in a kind of way? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I always come back to Hemingway because you know it's like so much fun has been made about him, but you know it's like, but he still did those things, you know. He went to the extremes of of life, yeah. Went to the Sahara. I had like one plane accident. Like, was picked up by another plane and and had a second crash like the other next day. And so that you know, it's um, yeah. But having a life of adventure today, what does that mean? You know, that's interesting. 
That's a good question. That's not what I'm insert, uh, looking for. Is that what you're looking for? I'm not looking for that. No, I'm living for a life full, fully lived. Yeah. And, uh, you know, lived in a, in a conscious and all embracing kind of way. And so and then you have to wrestle with archetypes like Hemingway to understand what ways there are, you know, that you can go. Because yeah. I think it doesn't cut it just to sit in front of the computer. No, no. Well, that's true. But you could also like, I don't know. I think the age of this kind of heroicism, well, I don't know, it's, it's, we have to have a different kind of heroicism, perhaps. Because like everybody's traveling now, there's nothing special about going to the Sahara. You can book a flight for 500 euros and then be have a exactly white, and then have exactly. a white hat and you know walk yeah and you, could, path, you could maybe path. there are people doing going to Ukraine just for tourism you know right now war tourism yeah uh, yeah because they want to get off in, in some kind of a way so. so what are the ways of living dangerously and and fully now Andrew I don't know I I think I th I, I I think it's it's just being as creative as possible. Right. I don't think that necessarily means depends what kind of I think it depends what kind of person you are, you know. You know, I, I tend to have a contemplative side. I don't think I'm a man of adventure. Right. I think there's other people who are like that and, and they should go for it and be become, you know, have a an enormous adventurous life. I, I'm more into the inner life. That's me though. I'm not right promoting that as a thing for other people. And then come I mean, I'm into contemplation. So I'm less, I'm more into contemplation than action at this point in my life at 51 years old. Right. What matters to me is, 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 is contemplating reality, not, not becoming a, a, a an activist in reality. But on the other hand, I'm not promoting that for anybody else. I, I, I would be happy if there are people who are adventure Hemingways and no, but, but I mean, like I was watching this amazing documentary about, uh, you know, this hilarious, um, French uh, singer Johnny, what's his name? Oh, oh I know. Uh, yeah, there's only one French. He's the French rock Johnny. star, and, and yeah, he, yeah, Johnny. He Johnny had a life kind of like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, right? He just mm -hmm. kind of did every kind of fucked up thing possible. Yeah. He just, he just uh, the the women, the spectacle, the yeah, the circus life. The, he went to the extremes, and then at the end, he was kind of triumphant. Johnny Halliday became the sort of god of France. Like nobody Holiday. knows who he's. Johnny Halliday. Nobody knows Johnny Halliday outside of France, but he's like the local deity of France. Yeah, yeah, sure. Working class people just adore him like a deity. Yeah, because he had this kind of you know, kind of kind of amazing personality. I mean, yeah. who cares about his music, but um this powerful voice so so uh, you know i'm not a fan of johnny holiday and i i don't want to have that kind of life but but i but i'm i you know no but because everybody has a different temperament no but independently yes. of the temperament you have to find the way uh, to to sit with you know the positive side with chaos you know not the destructive one but to sit on you know the place mm -hmm. where new things emerge and yes. to, you know Yes. And do that in, in the way that is, you know, fitting to your kind of character. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But I think this, this, there's, there's this interesting thing that, that Dugan says about the, the, the Greek form of chaos is, is the chaos where is this, you know, this empty space where things emerge. Yeah. Um, 
which is the divine feminine in a sense. So, um, but then we're, it's kind of a cliche to think of the feminine as chaos because the feminine has its order as well, but sure, it's a different form, a kind of order. Um, so there's, yeah, there's this, always this, 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 this uh, tension between the logos and the pathos between chaos and, and order. And, um, you know, no, but the but what, moment... what's interesting to me is like, okay, we're in, would you agree that we're in this age of sort of degeneration? Sure. Like where things are just falling apart everywhere. Sure. Uh, you know, everything is falling apart. Like every, every institution, you know, um, the, the whole, the whole paradigm, the whole paradigm is falling apart. Um, and then this new, then this new paradigm is emerging. So that's the, the interesting part. It's like, what, what's at the other end of the Kali Yuga? And right. what do you do while you're in the Kali Yuga? I don't know. What do you do? You embrace it, I think. Yeah, you, well, you, you, you embrace it. And well, I guess the, uh, the Duganists, uh, the Duganists traditionalist would say that you become a remnant, you know, you sort of, you, 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 you gather in these small groups of people of integrity as the world kind of crumbles around you. Okay, so let's, let's take a step back because you, you just compared chaos to females. Right, and you said that it's cliche, and I know it's cliche, and I think Jordan Peterson was criticized, you know, mm. a lot about this kind of thing. But I think, in a, in a sense, you know, there is well, some. Let me say, let, there's a truth to that because you know, when a woman gives birth, you know, there's there's a profane aspect to all of this. But you know, mm. the moment of conception, and the moment that you know, when the sperm meets the egg, and some, you know, some new thing is emerging in a literal sense you know and so when she's giving childbirth she has like these waves of you know how do you call it in english you know it's like um of pain and chaos yeah. and personality mm -hmm. crumbles and it's like that's that's an act of creation and i think you know we are culturally we're in this kind of moment where birthing moment yeah in a birthing moment mm -hmm. You know, yeah, with, with the pain yeah. where everything else, what was previously important to that woman on that bed, when she is like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not important anymore, you know, because, mm -hmm. because in that 10 or 12 or 24 hours when she's giving birth, she's into it and nothing else, that literally nothing else matters. And she brings forth in these kinds of waves of pain uh, a, a, a new form of. Of, of being a new form of life in the waves of pain yeah yeah that's and so that's and a good metaphor for what's going on, on right now because there is a lot of pain and, um, and then there is something there is there is there is there's there's something there is something kind of just on the horizon just a very far on the horizon a few little how do you call that in English? Uh, my, my, uh, I don't have the word, like this recurring waves of pain when you're giving birth. Do you have a specific word in Germany for that? But um, um, Oh, it reminds me of... Um, I can look it up. Give me a sec. It reminds me of that writer. I think, I think that French writer, he, he, convulsions. That's yeah. the word you're looking for. Who was that writer? Andrew Breton said that artist is, is a series of convulsions or something like that yeah the throes yeah. no uh, labor the throes uh, throes of the labor i would say the convulsions or the oh there's another word too isn't there uh the uh, contractions 
the pangs of childbearing. We say the labor pains and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but this so, convulsive sort of thing yeah. where you're out of control. You're out of control when you're just. You're just ugh, yeah, you the, the the question is like, where are we? Like, because it starts, it starts, you know, kind of small, and then all the convulsions are getting bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger by the by the hours. Well, Jordan, I was listening to Jordan Hall, and he was saying there's three possibilities. Either we're we're sort of like you're being punched in the face. <laughs> he said he said and there's this moment where you're about to be punched in the face where you have this awareness you're being punched in the face there's nothing you can do and you're gonna have we're gonna have to just deal with being punched in the face right and the aftermath and what that would entail in other words we're getting pulverized that's one possibility and the other possibility is is we'll figure out a way to, to, to not get punched in the face and then we have to sort of deal with that uh, and then the other possibility is that maybe there's there's something um, maybe there's something constructive to be done here, and so it could be one of those three things. So we're either in a mode of uh, of of yeah we are, we're in the apocalypse and there's there's just nothing we can do about that. It's just going to happen. There's just or we're in a mode of defense where we have to it, bad shit's coming, but we have to figure out how to defend ourselves against it. Um, or it's collapsing and allowing for something new to, to emerge. You know, the interesting thing, because you're, I think you're referring back also to the Will Smith incident, no? And Jordan Hall was like kind of referring back to that. Yes, yes. And so because like the thing that emerged in that moment, because we, we can take this example also to look at what was emerging, was a kind of stoicism on the, on the side of Chris Rock, because he could have done so many things. You know, he could have lashed out and get into a tirade of you know uh of jokes about will smith being a cuck yeah and, he could have and, gone on the war and, path and he, against he will could smith, have told yeah. the, he could have told the police to you know to get will smith arrested but he didn't and so yeah. he just he, he just had his composure and and he was like being kind of stoic about all of this and like try to maintain a form of posture uh which which really was how yeah. you should act as a man. Yeah, I think know? so. Yeah, I think he behaved very well, actually. Yeah. Because there, there is a sense in that, that Will, Will Smith was taken over by something beyond him, himself. And, it, you know, it's, we don't have to... Like, there's all this condemnation of what happened. It's like, basically, basically, a, a bar, you know, basically, it was... I don't know. I, I think I, I read about Will Smith's sort of past where he, he came from an abusive family and saw his father beat his mother up all the time. And so I would say there's a powerful emotion came over the guy and then he acted badly, but then, but then he should be forgiven for that. Like get over it people with your, 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 your kangaroo online kangaroo courts. Like, no, no, but like Chris, no, no. Chris Rock was like, yes. Okay. You know, you know, this but, but that's not the point. We're trying to use that as an example of what's happening in our culture. Right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't give about. I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, we don't about. really care about there. But but on the other hand, I, I think that just if you look at that, that that is a microcosm. It's like, um, you know, okay, there's the slap, which is like the the beginning of a war, and then you stop the war. Right. So maybe that's you know. That's kind of like how we deal with Ukraine in a sense. It's like you don't go full on into war against Russia because that would be stupid. 
Right. You have to deal with the slap somehow and and uh, deal with the ramifications of that. So no, you, um, you uh, silly enough. You have it's to a, it's silly no, to combine silly, the two. No, but no, there's something you know, but silly enough, we have to find a form that kind of resembles the stoicism of Chris Rock in terms of you know the yes Ukraine. exactly yeah and so yeah. and so but you could also say because I, I think you hinted this you know Will Smith was kind of possessed I don't know it's like if you know something like 200 years ago you would have said he is possessed by a ghost or bad spirit or something but you can also make the case that you know Putin is kind of possessed of something in yeah this, also in this kind exactly of, yeah yeah and, i would and, say that so in every person right in, in your in your christian radio was always saying that the war is like inside your own mind right it's like every person is the cause of the war right and every person has a choice to start a war we can start a war right now um or 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 or, or yes or or take the blow and move forward so the question you know, it's interesting because the question I was asking myself in the last week, how do we know, and I, I hope I can frame that so it makes any sense. How do we know which kind of values will um, continue and will be true? Because like in this age, like nobody is able to be criticized anymore. You know, and nobody is like, everything is being deconstructed, but what kind of values will permeate will per, um, what, you know, what the, kind of values will make it through the Kali Yuga to the other side yeah exactly because that's the mm. strange thing because you can make the case for like a healthy kind of masculinity but you can also make the case no that's not what we want you know it's like what kind of values will make it through it and so that's that's the interesting question and I, I mean I, I personally I have a preference of course and I could make a case for my preference but that doesn't mean that this will be the case, right? Well, there's the, that's the that's the 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 question of perennialism versus postmodernism. Is it just is there are there perennial values there? Is there some healthy masculinity? Is there such a thing? I would argue yes. No, but it's yeah. always been there. It's not something. Of course, yes. You have to construct. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's just there. This it's, is exactly. If what, you believed in God, you would say it was God given. It's no, just I, there. No, <laughs> you know, I completely agree. But also, this is exactly what two middle-aged white men would say. Perhaps, yeah. Well, it's perhaps we have intense uh, confirmation bias, and but uh, yeah, and maybe there's other versions of masculinity that that are different. But but I, but I tend to I tend to I tend to take I tend to take on the perennial side in in the sense that there are sort of there's axioms about reality. There's not. It's not just a blank slate that you just make it up. There, there are axioms. There are values. There are things that are better than others. Like, like for example, the Plain Indians in North America have an amazing spiritual culture, and it's it's more interesting than for the Voodoo culture where you're making a curse on somebody. Even in, in so there's there's better and worse forms of of religion. There's better and worse forms of masculinity there's better and worse forms of femininity you know so so there is a there is a values there are we can't we don't want to deconstruct values completely um uh, on the other hand there is a stage of deconstruction where we have to sort of find ourselves again and 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 and, and uh, you know build on the wisdom that of the historical process 
No, because, okay, so let me give you an example. Because I was having like uh, two day, two, three days ago, I had a discussion on Facebook of all places with um, some girl, about, you know, about metamodern magic, right? And I sincerely, uh, you know, was, you know, kind of questioned myself why I even did do that. And I tried to be like polite and, but my, there was a critique that on her presentation, which was was kind of nondescript, you know? So she was like taking some idea of what magic is and applying it to some metamodern political or a political form of metamodernism. And I said, mm. oh, listen to me, it's like, I don't know you and I'm just judging from, from your presentation, but I think there's like a huge corpus of Western esotericism that reaches back like 1000 years. And, you know, there's like countless psychological studies they're starting from yeah. from 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 Jung, and there's a contemporary occult arts, and there's like there's a huge corpus, you know, uh, that follows actually a very precise paradigm of what magic and every yes. iteration. Well, that's no, listen, that's listen. why I'm defending perennialism versus postmodernism, not the Alexander Duganism type, because I think he's a postmodernist. But 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 yeah but exactly there's 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 deep traditions yeah and so she was just, she was just making she was people. just making some right. idea of magic up which you can and the problem of her definition was that you could take the definition and apply it to basically everything yeah you know she was like it's a psychotechnology it's for 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 social cohesion and blah 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 okay that's the same it's like neurolinguistic programming it's like and then there's no difference anymore between anything. And I was yeah. trying to be polite and explain that to her without being too pushy. And, you know, uh, and the more I was excusing myself, the more angry she got. That was like kind of weird. And so I was like in the weird space when I was asking myself, why did I even do that? But, but the argument is still like, why? It's like, you can't just reinvent the wheel new. And exactly. In your, in, in your, in your you fashion. can't reinvent mathematics. I mean, it's, it's, and, 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 and <laughs> in your mind. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then expect that everybody is applauding you for that. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, if you have a presentation about a metamodern way of magic, which is an interesting thought, then you should kind of incorporate what came before you, I think. Well, you know? if, if you were being metamodern, I, I mean, as far as I, I'm not very in the know about metamodernism, but I would say metamodernism would have to integrate. It would have to oscillate between historical traditional knowledge and and then find a way to be creative within that, that not not by trying to step outside of that and just ever invent something from from nothing right um which would which which is the problem i think with a lot of this stuff right is like people invent all this like they get they get drunk on their neologisms right and they're they're you know all of this different and, and develop various elaborate theories about things, but they're not grounded in, in, in uh, historical depth. Yeah. And so what you can do, and I, th there were some people who did it, that were like, okay, if we are using like, let's say an integral approach to this, you have like, and then you can say like in every stage of development and every cultural meta meme or whatever, there is an iteration of magic. You know, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a different kind of magic yeah yeah no that's, yeah and a different kind of magic as a paradigm as a system of thought you know develops through the stages and 
develops through the quadrants. And so it's like you have you have a technique of bending self and world and reality in, 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 in every quadrant of the integral model. So what and is what is your definition of magic? It doesn't doesn't really matter because I think there is a, a way of integrating the past you know but i think it, there is a definition of magic and you can't just change that definition well you know every iteration uh, uh, of magic was about the duality of individuation and to give reality a kind of bend and a form yeah. of initiation that was always the program and you could make the argument that western magic or western esotericism is a part of christianity the only true western you know, syst- uh, you know, what, what initiation system. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so. Well, is it? I would say it's like it's like sort of heuristics because we're we're, we're not machines. We don't understand. Like you say, there's infinite enough number of possibilities in chaos, and so we 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 use magic to sort of to sort of uh, play with chaos or sort of sort of make form out of chaos somehow. yeah and, because, yeah and play with that so you could say form. technology is yeah. a kind of magic um, exactly and, and then and then the mind you know poetry is a kind of magic because it does it's not a literal description of reality it's 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 more heuristics than algorithmic it's, it's more it's more leaps of intuition and um so so you know when you when you play with the iching or something like that you're 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 playing you're, you're, you're you don't know what to do and you don't know who you are and you just you just you look at a certain pattern and this helps you to sort of orient yourself in one direction or the other yeah well <laughs> that's, that's how one, i see yeah yeah but that's one yeah, but you can you also have to integrate you know let's say the idea the core if you want to understand magic you know the core idea of alchemy because you have you have a process by purification yes. of like a like a quasi chemical process of transformation of chem um, of materials and in order to purify your soul that's yes. the whole that's the whole idea and so and so you i mean it's a it's it's, it's a kind of weird well, you idea. have the base substance of lead and and then and then you know and then um and th- and then you want to transform that into gold and, and it never worked i don't think or maybe I heard somewhere that somebody actually managed to create gold, but it's it's just way too expensive to to ever do. But but I don't think that the, the alchemists ever succeeded. No, but the in idea. The literalist in the literalist yeah. creation of gold. But the, but but the, we're the, we're always looking for gold, right? Yeah, no, it's a, the, in the most meta- idea. Yeah, yes, we're we're that's what our lives are about is the search for gold. So you know, every, so, every... so we have to we have to take the base substance, the chaos, the the, the lead, the you know, and we have to we have to tra- transform it somehow. Right. And so you have you have like these two elements. You have like the, the wrestle with chaos and you have the sacrifice and every ritual you have mm-hmm. rests on these two foundations, basically. And and yeah. and so the, the word magic comes from this Persian word mak, which means like to make, to do something. It is something that you actually do. You're not a recipient of the sacrament. 
like in Christianity, but it's it's the it's the young version where you do you 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 and active in the divine. You're yeah, not you're active a, mm-hmm. in the process of self transformation, mm-hmm. and you're you're wrestling with chaos. And in that aspect, you you give reality and your perception of reality of the world of yourself a bend. So you're different tomorrow than you are right now. You're more wiser. You're you're more complete and so on and so forth. And that's yeah. basically the idea of magic. And you can't just, sh- you know, put it out, um, you know, uh, uh, put it on the side and come up with some fancy schmancy uh, uh, definition of magic that somewhat caters to, to the metamodern uh, audience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What it's, is the you know, metamodern? No, I'm just I, saying. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, no, I'm but we're talking about perennial that. values. What? you know and yeah. and and so there are some true there 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 are some true things that need to be preserved through the you know through the, the con, con, contractions of childbirth i think mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's that's uh, yeah I, well i agree with that for sure um and then and then there's the question of how do you do magic properly and and how, and because you can because magic in itself is neither good nor is neither good nor evil right there's there's a there's a very dark form of magic and you feel that almost that I, i'm still kind of on my study of alexander dugan that alexander dugan is delving in kind of dark magic somehow yeah um like unconscious unconsciously in, in a sense mm. well he's he's conjuring up the kali yuga or conjuring up Kali actually is not the same as a Kali Yuga, but some some would say that there's a connection between Kali. You know, Kali is the great destroyer. Kali is time. Kali is you know Kali Kali. You know is is chaos, and it, it swallows up all the dross, all the extra, all the stuff. You know the remnants, all everything. So he's conjuring up that, and he's playing a very dangerous game, and not very responsibly, I don't think. I think it's interesting that you say that because like, I think going back, you know, that has a connection to magic because we were talking about that the new stuff can only emerge from the, from the dark, you know, from the, mm-hmm. from the, from the void, from the emptiness. Yeah. Yeah. And so in order to bring forth something new, you have to get to a state where you get rid of everything else. And that is a, like a spiritual practice. Everything like, has to be kind of kind of exhausted. You have to burn everything. Every, burn every, everything exactly, up, you know? and you can achieve in the that fire, through, like in the alchemical yes. chamber. You have to burn everything exactly. up for the new. For yeah, the gold, yeah. either you do it through suffering in real life, or you do yeah. it through meditation practice, to yeah. some, um, through some form of samadhi, or you know, where you get uh, enter the void vol- voluntarily. You don't do it with geopolitics, and maybe that's the problem with Dugan. I mean, you don't you don't play those games in geo in the geopolitical arena, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, or if you do, you have to be pretty wise and and and, and pretty careful and, and I mean No, but you uh, that's, know, that's me, what that's what the problem I, again, that's the problem I would I would again attribute to to Dugan because he's very interesting. You can get a lot out of Dugan, but 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 it's just extremely irresponsible on some level. Yeah. With with but because because you have to do that inner process before you can start to conjure up the Kali or the Kali Yuga. Yeah. The the before you start promoting you know uh, accelerationism and chaos and, and all mm. that. 
I really don't know enough about Dugan to really add something meaningful to what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mean, that, that's just my impression so far in my studies of him, because I, I think if you want to find out why Russians do it, why Russia is doing what it's doing, you, you could you could study Alexander Dugan right. with with, you know, and um, hopefully that you have you have enough basis and other things that you don't get fully seduced by him but yeah i mean maybe we can we can make something out of the different paths paths of of magic because i in, in many ways you know it's it's i think this left hand path and the right hand path and hmm. one is dealing with the good form of chaos and the other one of with destruction and 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 the let's say the bad form of chaos. yes because you have to destroy so, things for something to emerge you have to you know Sometimes you have to cut down a tree, or you know, or no, yeah, and so what you, it, have to, you, you have know, to engage I, in the dark. If you, if you, if you, if you're looking for, it's like the, the most e the easiest example you can think of. If you want to look for for a long uh, uh, relationship partner, you have to get rid uh, of of one night stands of the idea that you are attached to that um, and that you can pursue that before everything else. The sacrifice. You have to get rid of all those other possibilities. Exactly. You have to sacrifice all of this and to enter that unstructured creative void, you have to enter that empty, you know, with your mm -hmm. naked, let's say. Yeah. And then you and and if you really have left and and have uh, gotten rid of all the other options that you normally cling on, then that thing what you want may emerge and that we can call magic. Yes, the, but the, the karmas have to burn, have to exhaust themselves up out completely, right? Right. All the karmas for something new to emerge. Right. Yeah. That what you cling to through your history. Yes, you know? your history. You have to see. It, you know this whole this whole system of Kali Yuga is based in the Hindu Hindu idea of karma, and the karmas kind of have to exhaust themselves. Like you begin in the in in the golden age, you begin kind of with this perfect sort of pristine innocence um and then you move to uh, to uh, then then it, it gets it gets uh it, and then you move into the silver and the bronze and then you know now we're in the Galileo lead age yeah. but we're, we, we the whole thing has to the whole all the karmas have to exhaust themselves right of all the different historical ages everything inside of you before you can be sort of reborn anew Right before before you can you have to burn up everything in the alchemical chamber right before before the gold uh, can emerge. Yeah, and there's and you can feel that you know you can feel when a karma or like an old form is still having you is still attached yes. to you because yes. then the new can't emerge. You really have to be naked like a naked child in the void. That is mm -hmm. what you know, and then it happens, and that is like a completely different process than to bring on just, you know, to. I mean, and, and the reason, like, I guess that all these things happen in the world, these things happen is, is probably like why whatever's happening is happening in Russia is probably there's some part of the historical process that Russia hasn't fully become conscious of, so it's regressing back into its, into its, uh, you know habitual modes of you know conquer being empire conquering empire in a right. world that so it's it's kind of it's using up the end the ends of that 
Karma. Same, the same is kind of true for the West also. And the West also, yeah, I would say also, yeah, the West is sort so of... Because like we are, we are, you know, we may have the better ideology, but we're still equally unconscious as a culture, as a Western culture. It's like, yeah. it's not that the, that the Russian people uh, are more unconscious than we. No, they may have... No, no, like, no, no. So, we're, and we're... so it's like we're, we're dealing with the same kind of attachment to our history. Mm-hmm. And again, the, the ideologies may be different, and, and the way we're dealing in the West may be better for in the long run. But again, it's like, we, maybe we need this anti- antagonistic way in order to, mm-hmm. you know, there's yeah. antagonism, this plurality in order to have like a mirror of who we are. Otherwise- Well, that's what happens in, in, in let's say the, the, uh, the Bardos, when, is is it all of whatever human everything you've lived through kind of emerges in different forms, right? You know, in in, in intense forms. So you can see that with culture right now. There's people who are worshiping Odin, right? I mean, Odin, nobody, and Zeus, and there's all this like paganism coming back and stuff. It's like all those gods are dead, like a long time ago, but they they emerge in the Bardo <laughs> before again before we move to the next cycle or the next age. Are they dead though? Yeah, they're dead. I mean, nobody's gonna there's gonna worship at a you know Zeus anymore. There's a great television series in the book from it's like it's called American Gods. That's yeah. ama- have you seen that? The one? old gods versus the new gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I mean, know? we have there's new gods that emerge. There's always gods, but I mean, gods are just I guess I, I, like I, collective I, collective powers. I'm I, I'm not fully agreeing here with you mm-hmm. um, because okay. if you if you but don't you think it's a little bit no, ridiculous no, let me, to let worship me, Odin at this, no, let at me, this let part, me, part, of, part of history? Let me, let me explain, because okay. if you're a good father, and you're like an archetypal good father, you know, let's say you are the father of all fathers, mm-hmm. where's the difference to being Zeus? And so, and so if you want to really be a good father, you have to contact this ghost, which is this archetype, which is inside you, which is basically Zeus, because he is the archetypal father. Was he know? that great a father? I don't know. Wasn't well, he like I, kill his children you know, and stuff? And, and, and so, or like, if you want to be a writer. He wasn't very, uh, it wasn't, he wasn't exactly the, the good husband, that's for sure. But if you anyway. want to be a good writer, you have to get in contact with Hermes and, and, and this kind of, um, um, you know, this kind of God, you know, Tahuti, Mercure. You know, you because you have to, maybe that. Well, these are just, I guess, descriptions of forces, but we don't have temples for, for you know, no, we have, worship we have, Apollo anymore. No, but we do we have, still have Christian churches. And no, but Buddhist we have internalized it. That's my point. Yeah. And because, you know, that's that's the idea of, of Julian James and the idea of the big bicameral mind. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. read it. So this psychologist who said that in the early ages of mankind, we had all these voices in our head, but this were like kind of, we didn't know that we had them. And so on the other side, we're like putting these voices and putting them as images. We, we personify and, them. Yeah. yeah. And so we had like this internal voices like as Hermes as as Jupiter, maybe Jupiter is the better example than 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 Zeus. Um, but you have all these kind of voices, and you were putting them as God forms. And in the early forms of scripture, there was no I, there was no uh, there was no 
internal structure of the eye that came way later in our human development and mm -hmm. so uh, by the time we were like individuation in, yeah we were like integrating them integrating them and now it's like all oh, these like these are the the kind of archetypal voices we have in ourselves but in this in this kind of sense jupiter and aphrodite and and you know lilith and all of these forms you can see them well aphrodite is still alive that's for sure yeah no i i was with a woman who was like lilith you know yeah it's like, uh, yeah or it's a siren or whatever it's like these forms are still no, no. and alive i i agree that they they the 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 well you have to distinguish between what is a living tradition and what is a dead tradition though right. at the same time right right because people still go to churches and, and worship jesus and people and you know in in the vajrayana tradition and buddhism there's all kinds of deities that people still uh you know they, they haven't they haven't gone away they're still there yeah um um which people still make little shrines to and offerings to and that, and that kind of thing so so yeah. are, have we grown out of that mm, I, I don't i don't i don't know if i fully buy that uh, um because you know i'm a modern person and i engage in those things so so uh but but at the, but at the same time there's people are not worshiping at the, at the temple of apollo anymore right that all those gods are, are you know it maybe exist as metaphors for for different parts of our our you know of our consciousness and our psyche and, but we're not like we don't wake up in the morning and 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 look at the sun and say oh praise helios or something <laughs> you know you don't do that uh, well well yeah but <laughs> but i'm weird i'm, I'm you know no, in the we, morning it's not part of a, a living tradition those traditions have gone they're done they're, they're done they're in not the morning i'm praying the 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 sun tahuti that brings up the sun you know mm -hmm. and in the in the in the night i scream at odin you know and do you <laughs> <laughs> yes no, no i think we should do that but i think a chanter, a, you know I'm i think I, th I think i think there's also there's like there's again there's this process where we leave some things behind and we we keep we leave some gods to become just metaphors storytelling mythos and then there's other gods that will, will you know will make it through the next epoch i think the spiritual the spiritual insight and the spiritual truth is that what was outside shall be inside you know uh -huh, and uh -huh. so it's like the gods that were outside we have integrated that we will do that and nietzsche did that kind kind of with the christianity and, and 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 all i mean all the struggle that we see outside is basically within us you know and mm -hmm. find find a better truth to as that you know like that's true yes yeah and this is this is my point about 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 mistaking the outside for the inside it's like when when you when you try to make when you try to sort of create a whole hodgepodge mythology and then and then and then impose it onto the geopolitical landscape then you have you know you're in trouble so so i've i've like like closing it's like a good friend who is a psychologist works a lot of with young and, and all these these kind of things and he says like a good good training exercise is to uh view all the people that you are engaged with in your daily life as representations of the archetypes that are within you yeah okay and so okay. because uh, well in deity yoga, yoga practice you can definitely you can associate deities with people because people have different kind of associations with different deities so right. you could say this person is is in is is tara because she has this very powerful feminine force or, or this person is Jenrezig because she's extremely generous or or this person is avalokiteshvara because she's oh that's generous or Mag, manjushri because he has a fierce 
clear intellect or you know yeah um um, um so 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 yes you know deities are are, are alive and and if you go the, at the deepest of like you say perception itself is, is is deity because it's because 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 it, it allows you to shine light on on no but on, that on was reality. the idea of Marduk wasn't he the guy with the eyes around around the head. his head yeah and so what what there's a description of you know of consciousness itself yes yeah okay 